This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Nice and clean, execute our race. Put ourselves in position, got to be there at the end. Yep, copy that. Have a nice, smooth day and try to be there when it counts. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. I'm healthy. Uh, I've been blessed with another layer of of uh, this situation, giving me more time uh, to heal and um, look forward to being back in the seat for sure. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Whelan. On the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. And by Blue Emu. Blue Emu's family of products supports healthy muscles and joints, is family-owned, and made here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew here with you for yet another weekly get-together. A get-together that's happening post-Geico 70 at Talladega Super Speedway over the weekend. Alex Bowman took the checkered flag in that one. Matter of fact, he'll join us shortly to chat about it. Also, Woody Kane is going to have an opportunity to catch up with Brett Moffitt. If you remember... Going back on the Atlanta weekend when the truck race was canceled or postponed, I should say, um, Brett had an injury that he's been nursing back, and this work stoppage is helping him take strides in that direction. Woody Kane's going to catch up with Brett and get all the latest there. We'll have another episode of Two with Rusty. Paul Wolf, crew chief for Joey Logano, is going to stop by, and we'll have a whole lot more. But first, Feeding America is hosting a radiothon on April 30th. To help communities and families cope with the impact of COVID-19, here's a special message from Feeding America. Between panic buying and the large number of newly unemployed, food shortages are at an all-time high. Now, people who never dreamt they would need help feeding themselves or their families are showing up for food assistance. Today, we're teaming up with radio stations nationwide to raise funds for Feeding America. Go to RadioCares.org. That's RadioCares.org. Or text FEED to 95819, and we'll send a donation link right to your phone. Please help if you can. COVID-19 pandemic continues throughout the United States, and it's hitting us in our communities, too. More and more of our friends and our families and our neighbors are finding themselves in a desperate situation, making the fight against hunger harder than ever. Help those in need if you can. You can donate now at RadioCares.org or by texting the word FEED to 95819. That again, text the word FEED to 95819 
and a donation link will be sent right to your phone. You can donate now until Sunday, May 3rd, and every donation counts. Let's transition here. Let's see what's trending in the world of NASCAR. We check in with NASCAR Today Midday host Kyle Ricky. Kyle, what do you have for us? Well, Mike, it was a busy Sunday and Monday in NASCAR news with Ryan Newman talking about his return to the sport when NASCAR returns to the track. During the iRace at Talladega on Fox on Sunday, Newman made the announcement. Excited to uh, be healthy and at some point get back in the race car when um, the world starts turning again. And uh, thankful for all the people and support that I've got. Uh, Friends, family, fans, you name it, that have um, prayed for me and uh, given me this multitude of miracles that has given me this opportunity to to, um, get back in the seat at some point. Now you say at some point, does this mean that when NASCAR returns to the track, which could be as early as May 17th, we're hearing, that you will be behind the wheel? That's the absolute plan for sure, yeah. I'm I'm healthy. Uh, I've been blessed with another layer of of uh, this situation, giving me more time uh, to heal and um, look forward to being back in the seat for sure. NASCAR also cleared Newman medically to race again, which was news the industry and fans were very happy to hear. And then on Monday, another return was announced when Chip Ganassi Racing confirmed that Nat Kenseth would come out of retirement and get behind the wheel of the number 42 for the remainder of the season. Kenseth hasn't been in a cup car since 2018 when he filled in for 15 races at Roush Fenway Racing. Kenseth said in a statement that this is an unexpected opportunity, and even two weeks ago when the news broke of Kyle Larson's situation, a return wasn't on his mind. But the timing and opportunity worked out perfectly. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, we've got Alex Bowman on the line after his win at Talladega in the iRacing Pro Invitational Series, and later, Brett Moffitt will join us. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic... Who's the greatest of all time? For my money, it's Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle. It literally saves you money. Gentlemen, your thoughts. Look, it's simple. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Out of all the heroes, take away the zeros. And what you got? One big trophy of me saying, I told you so. I disagree. Thanks, fellas. Took the words right out of my mouth. There's really no debate. Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle is a winning combination. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Alex Bowman joins us after his win at Talladega in the eNASCAR iRacing Pro Invitational Series next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. For children with chronic medical conditions, Victory Junction means friends, fun, freedom. 
That's because we provide a medically safe environment where kids who live in a world of hospitals and doctor's visits can laugh, play, and discover all they can be, all at no cost to their families. Victory Junction inspires confidence, builds self-esteem, and changes the life of every camper who comes through our gates. Find out how you can change a child's life. Go to victoryjunction.org. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We are back on NASCAR Live as we go to the hotline and bring in the winner of the virtual Geico 70 at Talladega Super Speedway, Alex Bowman of Hendrick Motorsports back on the show. Alex, welcome back to NASCAR Live. Yeah, thanks for having me. So you're a winner at Talladega, at least on a virtual Sunday afternoon. I liked your tweet after the checkered flag that you don't understand how this could happen. Have you had a chance to process it and what indeed did happen? Yeah, I'm... uh... I'm pretty surprised. Um, I think a lot of other people are pretty surprised as well. Uh, I have definitely been on the not taking this super serious side of things when it comes to iRacing. So uh, to to get a win on there is, is surprising for me, for sure. I, I ran one practice race for like 25 laps all week and uh, called it good and, and kind of just sent it on Sunday. So um glad to get Hendrick Motorsports another win I think uh William is much more talented than I am when it comes to to the virtual thing and uh just um you know glad to get us three in a row but um had a lot of fun like I said I'm confused on on how it happened I guess I got super lucky but uh glad it worked out so how much iRacing experience do you have do you even have a chance to when things were in regular life have a chance to do that? Or is that just one of the things that you've hopped on board with through this stoppage that we've been going through? Yeah. You know, once we, I think when dirt came out on iRacing, I completely stopped running the pavement iRacing stuff. Um, so it's, it, I'm definitely not a guy with a bunch of experience and, um, you know, you look at guys like William that, that have a big background in it and, and have done it quite a bit. Um, I'm definitely on the, the opposite side of that spectrum. Well, it didn't look that way on Sunday. Congratulations. It was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, it was as intense as it normally is. I'm sure that from, from your perspective, it is a lot different uh, in simulation than real life. It's been a while, my friend, since we've been on the racetrack. Matter of fact, last time you guys were on the racetrack, it was 51 days ago out there at Phoenix Raceway. What have you been up to here the last uh, month and what? week and a half or so yeah yeah i've i've actually stayed really busy surprisingly i feel like everybody talks about how bored they are and i'm probably busier now than 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 a a normal race season um we finished building my shop in mooresville so getting all moved into that getting everything set up there um that has taken up a ton of time um i'm actually sitting here right now and uh, the FedEx guy is about to back into my truck. I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> hopefully that doesn't happen as I'm sitting out front because I don't have any cell service inside. But uh, but no, everything is uh, everything's been good. Just staying busy with that. Um, we we swapped we swapped engines in my C10 last week. Um, put a, a 429 cubic inch LS7 in it. So it makes a bunch of horsepower now. Um, started building a drift car just staying really busy. Um, I shouldn't be allowed to get bored because, you know, the first week or so that I, uh, I didn't have anything going on. I, um, 
I bought a Corvette to, to turn into a drift car and, um, and created a bunch of projects for myself. So, uh, that's just me. When I get bored, I, uh, I, I make a lot of work for myself. Well, have these projects been brewing or is this a case of in the spirit of boredom? You know what? Maybe I should try this. Yeah, we're probably about half and half on that. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I had wanted to build a drift car, but I don't think it was going to happen this quickly. Um, and, and same with, with the C10 stuff. I, I, want, I had planned on swapping the engine and, and have the engine ready to go, uh, but it probably wouldn't happen as quickly. So definitely uh, it's nice to get some stuff done. been pretty productive, um, but at the same time, I am wide open, have no free time right now. So it's kind of funny when I hear everybody talking about being bored, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm the polar opposite of that right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm more busy now than I was under, under normal conditions. And of course we're counting down to when we can go back. Um, a couple of things that have happened recently. I want to get your thoughts on, uh, seems to be some scuttlebutt, some discussion that we may be back as soon as the middle of May talks like Darlington and Charlotte coming up. What are your thoughts on that, that we could be about three weeks out, maybe a month out from getting back to doing this in, uh, in real life formation? Yeah. You know, it's, um, I don't know who to believe or, or who to listen to. You know, you see so many different versions of, of what's going to happen on Twitter and all that. So, um, just trying to figure out who to actually listen to and kind of just waiting for word on NASCAR before I, really get my hopes up on something. But at the same time, whenever we do go back racing, just trying to be prepared and ready to go is the biggest thing. The schedule is going to be tougher than anything the Cup Series has seen in a long time. And I think uh, if we're able, if I'm able to be uh, physically fit and ready and, and, and ready for that challenge, I think it'll be good for, for, for us for sure. So um, Josh, my trainer, he's been beating the crap out of me. Saturday was my birthday, and first thing in the morning, I had to go run five miles in full winter winter gear, winter jacket, and pants, and all that. So, um, trying to train for the heat because we know it's coming, and uh, and be as ready as we can be. How were you able to celebrate your birthday on Saturday? Yeah, uh, with me and my dogs, and that's about it. So, um, yeah, kind of. Uh, the quarantine birthday birthday thing is is a little different, but um, that's part of life. Trying to stay safe and stay healthy and keep every, everybody else safe and healthy as well. Chatting with Alex Bowman, a winner of the Geico seventy over the weekend at Talladega Super Speedway. You know, one of the things that we keep hearing is Alex. When we go back, it may be to tracks that we can drive to, whether it be Darlington or Charlotte or Bristol or Martinsville tracks like that. There are certain tracks that perhaps maybe we could go to first as we get our way back into a full slate of races. Are there any tracks within driving distance of Charlotte that you would definitely give a thumbs up to as to going back and, and, and racing at any, any tracks in the, in the near area of Charlotte that play into the wheelhouse of the 88 team right now? Uh, Charlotte. I'm, I'm ready to go to Charlotte. Um, I think, uh, our, you know, our intermediate stuff right now is, is the best, uh, best package for us. So selfishly, um, I'm like, heck yeah, let's go to Charlotte, but there are a lot of cool racetracks around here. Um, you know, whether it's short tracks that we don't go to anymore, uh, you know, wherever I think between Darlington and Charlotte, uh, Martinsville, Bristol, everywhere around here is, is neat for sure. And, and fun places. So, 
um, I'd, I'd be up for going to Hickory or, or wherever as well. So um, wherever they tell me to go, I'll be there and, and I'm ready to go drive a race car for sure. Cause the, the virtual thing isn't really cutting it for me. I can understand that uh, when the updates become available, folks, be sure to dial up MRN.com. We'll keep you updated there. Uh, one more thing before we let you go, Ryan Newman announced before your race on Sunday that uh, he was ready to come back. He's got to obviously go through medical clearances and the like, what do you make about Ryan Newman getting ready to join the six team again and join you back on the racetrack once you get going again? Man, that's so awesome. Um, you know, such a, a turnaround just from I remember how I felt leaving the racetrack in Daytona, not really knowing if he was okay or not. And then a couple months later to to see him ready to go get back in a race car, that's that's unbelievable. So um just really glad that that he's okay to begin with and and the fact that he's getting on a race car again um is, is amazing and um says a lot about what nascar does to uh, to make these cars safe because that was about as bad of a hit as you can take and um for him to uh to walk out of the hospital a couple of days later and uh and begin back in the cars is unbelievable yeah we uh, we definitely will welcome him back can't wait to see him Back on the track. Can't wait to see you and Greg, the 88 team, uh, back at the racetrack. Appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up in person soon at a track to be determined. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. That's Alex Bowman, winner of the Geico 70 Sunday at Talladega Super Speedway. By the way, you can follow Alex on Twitter at AlexBowman88. More coming up on NASCAR Live. Seven-point reinforced nylon harness. Check. Carbon fiber head and neck restraint. Check. Thermoplastic nylon window webbing. Check. NASCAR uses innovative technology to protect their drivers. Shouldn't you do the same to protect your Wi-Fi network? With Xfinity XFi Advanced Security, your XFi gateway safeguards all the devices on your home network. So if it's connected, it's protected. Wi-Fi security? Check. Xfinity, official partner of NASCAR. Visit Xfinity.com to learn more. Hey, guys, this is Corey LaJoy. Join me and my two friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott, on Sunday Money. Every week as we talk a little NASCAR racing, a little nonsense, but mostly bicker with each other. I had a Super Bowl party, and neither of you showed up. (laughs) We get along okay sometimes. Yeah. I say it's 50-50. I think the hairspray just seeps through his cranium into his brain. (sighs) Throws off his. I'm regretting being here. No topic is off limits, so come join our conversation every week on Sunday Money. Right here on the Motor Racing Network or wherever you find your podcast. Woody Kane chats with Brett Moffitt about his recovery after breaking both legs next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There, you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. When you're on the go, missing the side-by-side action at the racetrack isn't a problem. Here comes Logano on the high side. He drives it deep into turn number two. Motor Racing Network brings the NASCAR race to you, wherever you are, so you don't miss one lap of the excitement. Denny Hamlin has won the 61st edition of the Daytona 500. You are the man, D.H. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. As the world pauses to battle the pandemic, 
the MRN team members stay hunkered down. And just as it is during a long rain delay, each broadcaster will ultimately settle in and engage in a new or favorite pastime. Here's Kurt Becker. I've recently gotten reacquainted with the old Gunsmoke CBS television program that was so popular many, many years ago. I like the show because I think the, the lead character, Marshal Matt Dillon, he was a character you always could trust to do the right thing. And James Arness was the ideal actor to play that role. He had the height, he had the build, he had the right demeanor for it. And there's also a NASCAR connection to the program. Back in the mid-1960s, there was one year that the Southern 500 Committee at Darlington, South Carolina, had invited two of the actors from Gunsmoke, Ken Curtis, who played Festus, and Milburn Stone, who played Doc Adams. Those guys were invited to come and be part of the festivities. My good friend and longtime Motor Racing Network colleague, Glenn Jarrett, remembers watching his dad, Ned, lead by a big margin late in the race that day. And Glenn just kept hoping that his dad would keep it between the fences, hoping the car wouldn't break because Glenn wanted so badly to get to Victory Lane and meet Doc and Festus. And indeed, he got that opportunity. So I like to watch Gunsmoke. It's not only classic television, but I know that that cast had a couple of true NASCAR fans back in the day. Xfinity, internet that's more than just fast. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. You know, it wasn't that long ago, matter of fact, a little over a month to be exact, that Brett Moffitt broke both his legs in a motocross bike accident. It sounded like he would be out of commission for a while, but just last week he was back behind the wheel. MRN's Woody Kane talked to Brett about his fast recovery and racing go-karts to help get back to racing form. Brett, I guess of all the guys who were chomping at the bit to get back into action, you're one of them, of course, but you've been able to use this time to your advantage because you had an injury that you're recovering from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's which came first, the chicken or the egg, because if we hadn't been uh, canceled at Atlanta, this would have never happened. But uh, ultimately, yeah, I need the time to to get back going, but things are going really well. Um, I broke both my femurs, uh, completely all the way through. They got a couple rods in my legs and, uh, the recovery process has been tough. I'm not going to lie. It's painful a lot of days. Um, but we're getting better every day. And I actually went go-karting with Josh Wise yesterday in, in race carts out at GoPro. So that was, uh, the first true test to driving a real race car other than what I've been doing on iRacing. I saw your post on that on social media and how did that go? I mean, you went like what, uh, almost 20 miles and 45 minutes or so. Yeah, it was, well, the GPS is all jacked up because I'm using my running watch to track it and it doesn't really keep up at 60. Right over the creek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I did about 42 minutes, I think, of karting um, and it went really well. It, uh, the karts are probably more brutal than the race trucks themselves. So if I can withstand that, I feel like I'm going to be in good shape when we get back to racing here. Well, let's back up and tell us how this injury happened because it's been, what, five weeks or so and you yeah. were, you're on a bike? Yeah, uh, yeah, dirt bike, yeah. <laughs> um, I was riding motocross with some friends and just came up short on a jump and went over the handlebars. And I think my body weight versus my legs against the handlebars is what broke them. So um, other than that, I mean, it was it's kind of crazy because when I was at the hospital and I was asking, you know, initially my first questions were how long is it going to take for me to be back in a race car and they're like honestly we don't know because we haven't seen somebody break both their femurs and not have a scratch on the rest of your body so it was kind of kind of crazy like I even kind of laughed at it to myself like I didn't have any road rash nothing I was in a t-shirt 
in jeans and fell, broke both femurs, not a single scratch or bruise on the rest of my body. So I don't know how that happened, but I'm what are the odds? That's yeah. unbelievable. I mean, do you think you'd at least have something, some kind of another bruise or something somewhere? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's been a, quite the experience, but I'm you know thankful to be on the better end of it now. Well, as we move forward here, you're uh, you've only got a couple of races into this season with GMS driving the number twenty three Silverado. Uh, it seems like a thousand years ago now, but I imagine with all the talk about maybe we'll come back here, maybe we'll come back there. Uh, it seems like we focus a lot on the cup side. What are you guys hearing on the truck side in terms of what they might expect for, for your series? Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the tough part is, uh, you know, a lot of the truck teams are used to a schedule where we race twice a month or maybe three times a month and have at least a week or two off. So I think uh, we're in as good a position as anybody to go back full time and probably have a busier schedule than what we're used to. Um, so I'm thankful for everything the Gallagher family has put into GMS and with having our own fab shop, we can do chassis, bodies, everything in house helps a lot, but you know, I think it's going to be about what team adapts the best to that new, uh, that new process. And no one really knows what it is yet, but I'm hearing, you know, new tracks that weren't on our schedule are going to be on it. Cause obviously we want to come back to a place that's close to Charlotte so we can drive there. And I haven't heard anything official yet, like anybody else, but, uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what's to come. Thank you, Woody. Coming up, we've got another episode of Two with Rusty. That's next, and later, Paul Wolf will stop by. Hey there, it's Hall of Fame driver Rusty Wallace for Blue Emu. After spending nearly a quarter of a century in a race car, I know what it means to be banged up and bruised up. As Wallace spins, Wallace That's why I reach for Blue Emu products to support my muscles and joints. Blue Emu is known for quality and innovation, and Blue Emu is one of the few muscle and joint brands that is 100% owned, distributed, and manufactured in the USA. For Hall of Fame relief, reach for Blue Emu. Works fast and you won't stink. The official pain relief cream of NASCAR. NASCAR local, regional, and international racing. Grassroots racing. From the short tracks of America to the road courses of Europe and Mexico. I'm Kyle Rickey. Join Hannah Newhouse and me for NASCAR Coast to Coast. Presented by Whelan and Hercules Tires. Each week on the Motor Racing Network, we'll talk with the race winners, newsmakers, and grassroots racing personalities. NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace answers your questions in another installment of Two with Rusty next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The 1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Checkered flags waving. I look in my mirror, and here's Earnhardt right on my tail, and he goes down low to pass me. And I said, oh, no, you don't. As Wallace spins, Wallace's car goes on its nose. Here's stories that you've never heard before in a 10-part series called The 1993 Season. And Davey was behind me, and we came off the corner, and there's a guy standing in the middle of the racetrack. You can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. With the 2020 season heating up, NASCAR Today brings you the latest between the races. You get off to a bad few races to start, then you're like instantly aggressive. Every weekday, you'll hear from the top drivers on the biggest stories in the sport. I got great stuff. I'm a good driver. Bring it. Join me, Woody Kane, right here every Monday through Friday to get the best and latest on NASCAR Today. I'm Chase Elliott. Make sure to listen to NASCAR Today every weekday right here. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. 
Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Last week, NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace answered some of your questions in a segment called Two with Rusty. We continue this week answering more questions and seeing how well we really know Rusty Wallace. Rusty Wallace going back to victory lane at Martinsville. How well do you know NASCAR Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace? Rusty Wallace is the 1989 Winston Cup champion. An unfiltered, unbiased opinion on topics that burn in NASCAR Nation. Man, if I would have done that back then, I'd have blew a lot of stuff up. I'd have had problems, <laughs> you know. From the ever-changing landscape of the sport to random facts about the NASCAR Hall of Famer. I'm not a good golfer at all. <laughs> it's two with Rusty, only on the Motor Racing Network. Welcome to Two with Rusty, your chance to get to know the 1989 NASCAR Premier Series champion, Rusty Wallace. I'm Jeff Striegel, joined by the man who has 55 Cup Career Series wins. And, of course, we encourage you to join us. You can send your questions to us via our Twitter, at MRN Radio, using the hashtag AskMRN. Or you can also call your questions in. You can do that by calling one 844 for ask MRN. That's one eight four 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 ask MRN. Rusty, let's start with a question from Denver, North Carolina. This comes from uh, our, one of our Twitter followers. Name is Rochelle. What kind of hobbies do you do today? Oh man, I, I love to golf. I'm just a big golfer. I'm not any good at it. I'm about a sixteen to eighteen handicapper, but I love to golf. And I love getting out in the water. I live on Lake Norman. I like to take the boat out and, and mess around and stuff like that. But uh, Earlier in a, in a show, we were talking about aviation, and I'm still big in aviation. I love it a lot. Still got my hangar there at the Concord Airport uh, right outside of Charlotte. So between aviation and golf and all that and water sports, that, that's my big deal. All right. How good of a golfer are you? I'm not a good golfer at all. <laughs> you know, every now and then I'll get a hole just like everybody else does, and you have a, a good drive maybe on the 18th hole that brings you back. And you go, man, I did do too good today, but the last hole I knocked it out of the ballpark, and that was great. So we always have those cool shots but one thing i like so much is getting around different areas in the country you know i, I whether you're golfing up at uh maybe northeast united states or maybe up in the mountains of north carolina or the golf tournament that you had jeff that we were able to participate in up in michigan sure, which yeah. was fantastic and i got to meet a lot of people the thing i like so much about golf is I get to golf at a lot of different locations, and I get to meet a lot of different people, and they're just all cool people, and they got one thing in common. They like racing, they like golfing, and they like to have fun. All right, let me put you on the spot. I'm going to give you one golf course anywhere in the world, either you've played or you want to play. Where would you like to go? Oh, my gosh. I would say that it would be Augusta. I was able to play Augusta one time. Uh, in my life back in uh, maybe 10 years ago. One of our sponsors is a member over there at Augusta, and he invited my wife, I, my wife Patty, and I to go over there. And I got to golf for three days in a row at Augusta, and it was just the most amazing experience I've ever seen. So a great golf course, a great event. And when something about when you're golfing at Augusta, it just feels big, man. You look around and you go, I can't believe I'm able to golf on this course, the same place they're having a Masters at. And so, yeah, that'd be probably the course. Sounds like fun. Let's get to our second question now. This one comes from Sean from Germantown, Tennessee. Interesting question here, Rusty. Who was the funniest driver you ever raced against? The funniest driver? Man, that's a good one. And I got to tell you, even as much as Dale Earnhardt Sr. was this tough guy image, that guy could flat make you laugh. I mean, he really did. I mean, we would go to, I would go to his farm every now and then, and we'd hang out, drink some Miller Lights, and we'd talk about 
racing and stuff like that. But I went on a lot of boat trips with him where we would actually rent these boats down in the Bahamas, and he'd have a boat that he had, and I'd had a rental boat that I had. And we spent a lot of time uh, having fun. We really did. A lot of time uh, drinking some Millers, and, and he'd be drinking his Budweiser. I'd be drinking my Miller, and we'd be talking about racing, and he'd be drilling me about race setups and stuff, and we'd be out on the beaches hanging out and taking the wave runners and all that stuff out. So there was a funny fun side to him that uh, I really enjoyed but uh, yeah he's the one that pops into my mind right away there was a lot of guys with different personalities but uh, yeah that's the one that I remember probably the most good catching up with you thank you thank you very much to ask a question for upcoming two with rusty segments join the conversation on twitter at mrn radio using the hashtag AskMRN. if you'd like to call in a question my question was for Rusty Wallace. Use the MRN hotline at 1-844-4-ASK-MRN. Just want to ask Rusty, on the days back when he was driving the Kodiak car. It's two with Rusty, only on the Motor Racing Network. Keep those questions coming, folks. Tweet us at MRN Radio using the hashtag AskMRN, and Rusty may answer your question in the coming weeks. Don't forget this weekend, MRN has another classic race for you to listen to. Since we would have been going to Dover... We're going to roll out the 2016 AAA 400 Drive for Autism. It's going to be on the airwaves this weekend, and it's perfect timing considering Monday's news is Matt Kenseth collected the checkered flag. So join us Sunday, May 3rd at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Qualifying for that classic Dover race was rained out, which put Kevin Harvick in the pole position via points. It is the Xfinity fastest lap brought to you by Xfinity. That wasn't just fast, that was Xfinity Fast. Xfinity, proud partner of NASCAR. Coming up, Paul Wolf gives us an update on how the 22 Cup team is working through the quarantine. And later, we celebrate Jimmy Johnson with another 48 Stories. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu. No chill, no burn, no odor. Blue Emu works fast and you won't stink. Hey, race fans, do you want to drive like a NASCAR champion? Now is your chance. Enter to win a brand new one-of-a-kind 2020 Toyota Camry TRD at nascarfoundation.org slash car giveaway and help kids in our local racing communities. This championship edition Camry celebrates the winning manufacturer's NASCAR Cup Series title. Donate just $25 to the NASCAR Foundation for your chance to win. Go to nascarfoundation.org slash car giveaway. Drive like a champion today by visiting nascarfoundation.org slash car giveaway. Wing Sprint Cars. That's what we talk about on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tire. I'm Steve Post. Join Aaron Everham and me Tuesdays at noon Eastern Time as we talk with race winners and newsmakers from dirt tracks across America. From the world of outlaws to your local track, we cover the greatest show on dirt. Join us live Tuesday on Facebook Live or WingNation.com. Or catch our Tuesday and Thursday podcasts on YouTube or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation, your home for Wing Sprint Car Talk. Joey Logano's crew chief, Paul Wolf gives us an update on how the 22 team is doing amid social distancing. That's coming up next. First, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. For five decades, the Motor Racing Network has been the voice of NASCAR. And now, it's time to tell our story. They are in turn two in front of Mike Joy. With help from some of the sport's iconic voices. Oh, crap, and I spin around. Here comes Richard Petty. I'm Fred Armstrong. Join me for MRN's newest podcast series. MRN presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR. Available for download on MRN.com. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jeff Gordon. 
Martin has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue on this week's NASCAR Live. 2020 was off to a great start for Joey Logano and the number 22 team. He scored two wins out of the first four races we ran, proving the new pairing of Logano and crew chief Paul Wolf works. Woody Kane caught up with Paul to see how the team is working through social distancing. Paul Wolf joins us now from Team Penske. He's the crew chief for Joey Logano on the number 22 Shell Pennzoil Ford Mustang. And all they did was win two of the first four races before things went crazy in the whole world. And Paul, I guess uh, a great start to the season, but now you got to be as eager as anybody to get back to the track, don't you? Yeah, kind of when you when you have that momentum going, you never want to you never want to stop, right? You want to ride it as long as you can. Um, but unfortunately, with with what's going on in, in the world today, we've got to be smart about it and and uh, just kind of wait till it's the right time to get back to the track. But um, it seems like it's been forever ago now. Um, it's it's funny because. You know, our off season is always so short in this sport and, and you don't have a lot of downtime. And uh, with this, this time, it's been what, over a month now. Um, it's crazy. And, and not, not being able to spend the time at the shop, um, you know, with your guys and, and with all, all the people in the different departments and planning and all that, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a weird time, interesting time, and uh, just trying to adjust to it all and, and understand – uh, you know what it's going to look like when we when we do get back to to racing here soon. What kinds of things can you do to keep in touch and keep your your guys uh, engaged and sharp? Because I think uh, people who may not realize most of the teams are based in North Carolina and there's a shutdown. It's not like you can send two or three guys to the shop to do one thing and then send another crew in to do another thing. It's like a complete shutdown. So what are you guys doing to try and keep ready for whenever we do come back? Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's a lot of communication, really. I mean, unfortunately, um, like you said, there, there hasn't been anyone in the shop in, in weeks now. I, early on, before the stay-at-home order came down in North Carolina, we had very limited um, people working for, I think it was for maybe a week, just trying to do something. Um, but it was never a full, probably there's never been a full crew back at the shop since um, the Atlanta, when we were supposed to race Atlanta that weekend. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, what if scenarios going on right now. I don't think anyone really knows, you know, exactly when the first race will be and and how all that's going to look. So, um, just a lot of planning for different scenarios. Um, a lot of uh, meetings, video conference meetings, talking through different things, trying to communicate, at least stay in contact, um, you know, and, and be as ready as you can. There, you know, no, no testing or simulators or things like that, like you had mentioned. Um, it makes it tough. I mean, really, for me, it's you're just kind of going back through. Like I said, we ran four races. Um, fortunately, we've seen a few different style of racetracks in those four races. So it's kind of reviewing those races, um, things that worked, things that didn't 
trying to uh, understand what we need to do as we move forward. Um, you know, it was, it was a new start this year for, for all the, the teams at Team Penske with the driver swap. So um, that's still real fresh and, and, and there's a lot to be learned still. So it's getting what you can out of the first four races and, and just kind of game planning a little bit um, what, what we may do or may need to do differently um, as we get rolling again. Boy, a few things there I'm dying to ask you about. One is you mentioned the, the crew chief swap or team swap at, at Team Penske. My gosh, do you ever kind of pinch yourself sometimes and think, I'm at Team Penske, I've worked with one championship driver, now I'm working with another championship driver, and there are a lot of crew chiefs who, you know, may get a, a win or two along the way and, and never uh, sniff that level of success. Do you have to pinch yourself sometimes and go, is this real? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh... – Sometimes you get caught up in a moment and you're, you're digging so hard and all that. Um, it's hard to do that. But obviously with a with bit of downtime now, you, you have some more time to reflect a little bit on it and try to understand it all and take it all in. You know, like you said, I've had a lot of success. Brad and I did over the nine, ten years we were together. And, and now starting a new chapter with, with a guy like Joey, who as well as won a championship, been very successful in the sport and with Team Penske. Um, we, we've all had success, and I think we've said this in the offseason, all the teams and drivers, crew chiefs have had success at Team Penske, but we haven't done it together. So there was, you know, as the season was getting rolling, there's always that, for me, you know, you know, is this going to work? You know, this pairing, is it going to work? And, and you're doing everything you can to make sure it does, obviously. Um, so to be able to have the early success and get those two wins was was a bit of a relief for sure just knowing that okay we we can have success together and and we're very early on so there's there's still a lot of room to grow which is encouraging um as long as we're smart about it and, and continue to to look at the areas that we we struggled early on um to, to make us better and there's definitely as you say we won two races but there was a lot of room for improvement and i think Fontana was probably the one race at the moment that st sticks out that we didn't get what we needed or what the expectations were. So we kind of learned from that, understand what went on there and, um, you know, be better uh, down the road. How challenging has it been? You mentioned working for a decade with Brad and now with Joey to learn what each wants. I mean, you speak the same language, obviously, but every driver wants something a little bit different than another driver. Yeah, I think not only wanting something different in the car maybe from a balance perspective or a feel but then just how we communicate um, how we work through a week preparing for the race how the race plays out strategy what one driver believes over the other one and, and how all that plays out is is, is a fair amount different um, you know the overall philosophy of how you know, my team sets up the race car and that. We, I wouldn't say we've changed that drastically. I mean, the balance piece is something that you, you look at, of, you know, tight or loose, and, and some drivers like to make speed one way more than the other or can or can't. Um, but then just kind of like, you know, Brad was more of a, um, uh, I don't know if the right word, more hands-on, wanted to be involved a lot in, you know, the race strategy and, and understanding all that where, where Joey is more of a you know just kind of tell me what what I need to do type guy and, 
and um, you know just kind of focuses on the driving part of it more where Brad probably had more um, input and feedback on maybe some of the strategy stuff and so it's good and bad it's just really trying to adjust to it and understand and um, there's a lot of things you know that you kind of over 10 years just are kind of natural um, in the relationship that now you got to retrain yourself to make sure we're talking through that and understanding one another um, so we don't miss something during the race weekend. Paul, we appreciate your time and uh, look forward to seeing you in person at the track here very shortly once we get everything figured out and we can uh, find a way to go racing safely. And uh, we want to make sure that uh, everybody keeps in touch and keeps on track here as we get ready to get back on track. So we really appreciate your time. Yeah, absolutely. Good speaking with you, Woody. And uh, hopefully we will see you at the track real soon. Thank you, Woody. Coming up, we've got a 48 stories for you and later this week in NASCAR history. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, game changers. Makes me think of Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Finally, a simple, efficient way to quote home insurance. Let's go to Colin, who will now try to say something. Okay, first of all, are you kidding? Never in my life. Okay, when you see stuff like this, look, I'm not the only one who thinks this, although everybody says I am. Well said, Colin. Well said. Get right to the point with Home Quote Explorer. It's a game changer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. A 48 stories all about Jimmy Johnson's success in Dover, Delaware. That's coming at you next. First, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It's ripped the fence. Alex Bowman is here. Jeff Gordon, your boss, was there one night slinging back whatever he was drinking. We didn't confirm what he was drinking. Maybe we'll do that in a little bit. He was drinking Stella. Stella Artois. Wow, classy. You can misconstrue that between arrogance or confidence, and you know sometimes there's a fine line. I think the mustache was the confidence. Definitely. I don't know. I don't know how I had any confidence after wearing that damn thing. <laughs> it's the Rip the Fence podcast, available on MRN.com and your favorite podcast app. Here's a special message for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. The IRS has special programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. Take down the number now for the Federal Tax Management Hotline, 800-242-1706, 800-242-1706. Time now for the Wheel and Pit Crew Member of the Week. Oren Oswoski is the rear tire changer for Hendrick Motorsports driver William Byron. He remembers the grueling travel schedule early in his career. I mean, doing all those ARCA deals, I mean, you're, I'd leave at 2 in the morning, drive to that New Jersey, that road course, do the race, drive it back, get back at 2 in the morning. Like, you get paid, really, for the ride. You know, you show up at the racetrack, you like, 3-4 hours, but I know, so I, the guys that still do that, like, I have a lot of respect for them because I've done it and it's tough like it's a tough grind but yeah no it makes you appreciate you know flying on planes on the road in the air and around the world wheeling is trusted to be seen trusted to be heard and trusted to perform now back to your host mike bagley 
Working our way to the checkered flag on this week's NASCAR Live. We're also continuing our celebration of Jimmy Johnson throughout the 2020 season with 48 stories in keeping with the Dover weekend. Here's a 48 stories about arguably Jimmy Johnson's best racetrack. This upcoming weekend, the NASCAR Cup Series was originally scheduled to race at the Dover International Speedway, an extremely fast and tricky one-mile oval that has been nicknamed the monster for its unforgiving characteristics. For Jimmy Johnson, it's been a personal ATM. 11 times, Johnson has tamed the monster mile. From the very beginning, Johnson knew Dover was his type of racetrack. I raced at Dover in 99, I believe it was, in an ASA car. Um, I had a great race, led a lot of the race. I chunked a right front tire and, and wasn't able to win, but still worked my way back to, I think, third or fourth. And just the topography of the track, the way you drive it, um, it just worked for me. I, and I feel like it really goes back to my off-road days. You know, there's so much elevation change over the course of a lap and the way you enter the corner and exit the corner that uh, it just ties back to the way I grew up racing and jumping off-road trucks and buggies. So it, it's just worked really well for me. In his first season in the Cup Series in 2002, Johnson swept both races at Dover. Off the end of the back stretch, here comes Jimmy Johnson looking for checkers in the first state of Delaware. Jimmy Johnson makes a clean sweep at Dover in 2002, winning in the spring and winning again here today in the MBNA All-American Heroes 400. I set out in my mind a points race, Ryan, all year long for the Ray Bestest Rookie of the Year battle, and uh, be doing that with the success we've had on the track, I mean, who knows, uh, may maybe we'll be at the front table in uh, New York. Uh, I doubt it. I mean, I don't think it's, it's very probable for a rookie to do that, but we're sure going to try. He tamed the Monster Mile yet again in 2005, leading 134 of the 400 laps. These are racing teammates from Hendrick Motorsports going at it, coming down to the line. It's Jimmy Johnson crossing the line first. He will win the MBNA Race Points 400. In 2009, he brought out the broom again, dominating both races in Delaware. Here comes Johnson to the back shoot for the final time here at the Monster Mile. Dominating performance will be punctuated with victory in the checkered flag in the first state. Jimmy Johnson looking like a three-time champion should. Commanding the race here today at Dover International Speedway, he will win the AAA 400. He's led 3,110 laps at the Monster Mile, the most of all time. Despite making it look easy, Johnson says Dover is an extremely difficult track, but one that has always fit his driving style. Yeah, the Monster Mile takes it out of you. There's, there's no doubt about it. Um, even, even for the equipment, you know, it just wears cars out and, and tires and stuff. So it, it's a tough track, uh, one that I love the challenge for, and it's just a, a track that I've I've always had a feel for. Um, I don't know if my off-road background plays into it with the, the crazy entry where you're literally jumping into the turns and then the exit of the corner, you're climbing up a hill and like jumping onto the straights. Um, but I, I can remember going there my first time in 90, 98 in an ASA car. And the majority of those short track guys were like, what are, what are we doing here? Like, we shouldn't be here. And I'm out there screaming and yelling on the radio. I'm having such a good time. This is the coolest thing ever. So it's just always fit my style. Every winner at Dover receives a large Miles the Monster trophy. It is all over, and Jimmy Johnson, for the 11th time in his career, has picked up the win here at Dover. Johnson has 11 of them. So what has he done with them all? You know, they're, they're all in one spot. I have a great 
man cave. Um, it was this big warehouse, and I've got a huge bar that uh, I restored, and it's got a big top shelf on it. And I think five of them are up there, and then others are scattered about through uh, this kind of pub area that I set up inside my warehouse where I have some old cars and stuff that I've collected. So they stand out. Um, they're a big trophy, and with Miles standing there holding the race car, uh, you know, they certainly draw a lot of attention. It will certainly be tough for anyone to ever achieve the 11-win mark Johnson has set at Dover International Speedway. I'm Kyle Rickey, and this has been 48 Stories with Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy's record at Dover is absolutely spectacular. 11 wins at the Monster Mile, and maybe we get back racing, he'll be able to score that 12th win there in Dover, Delaware. All right, folks, here's another reminder of something big happening this week. It's coming up Thursday, April 30th. Feeding America is hosting a radiothon, and you can donate to help. It's easy to forget that there are people in your community who are starving. Hunger in the United States is at an all-time high due to the COVID-19 pandemic. People who have never had to wait in line for food have to do so now. People like you and people like me help us during the Feed America Emergency Radiothon. Help by donating now to radiocares.org or by texting the word FEED to 95819 and we'll send the donation link to your phone. Donations are being accepted already and will continue to be accepted until Sunday, May 3rd. The economic impact of the COVID-19 pandemic has turned American life upside down. Almost overnight, these family moments... Oh, don't worry, honey. Everything's going to be okay. ...have become these family moments. Don't worry, Daddy. Everything's going to be okay. People who never dreamt they would need help feeding their families are showing up for food assistance. Please help Feeding America at RadioCares.org. That's RadioCares.org. Or text FEED to 95819. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering Freightliner and Western Star trucks across North America. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies and components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're about to head to the house on this week's NASCAR Live, but before we go, it is that time of the week again. Time for this week in NASCAR history with Susie Armstrong. Susie? Thanks, Mike. This week, we take a bodacious journey back to 1987. Aretha Franklin and George Michael patiently paired to perform the number one hit, I Knew You Were Waiting For Me. The NBA universe continued to expand as Charlotte, North Carolina and Miami, Florida slated teams for the 1988 season. And Dale Earnhardt was on the winning streak of his career in the iconic black Chevrolet, battling for a fourth consecutive victory in the Sovereign Bank 500 at Martinsville Speedway. 
White flag for Dale Earnhardt as he zips back into the south end of the speedway this time. And now everybody's coming up to their feet, taking their hats off, waving for Dale Earnhardt as he works out of turn number two. There's nothing between himself now and the checkered flag except daylight. He heads for three. And for Earnhardt, it's off to Talladega, Alabama with yet another victory. And the battle behind him for second and third is a good one. Rusty Wallace for second. Bodine right behind him. Earnhardt wins his 26th career Winston Cup victory. 1998, South Park and The Daily Show led the new wave of original programs propelling Comedy Central to cable ratings glory. Sam Neill ruled Camelot in Network TV's top-rated miniseries, Merlin. Jody Messina said hello to the top of the charts with the country hit, Bye Bye. And Bobby Labonte said so long to Brother Terry, then back off to Jimmy Spencer in the Die Hard 500 at Talladega Super Speedway. looks all the way down low and fourth. Bobby Labonte blocks, and here comes Spencer. But blocking again is Labonte, so Spencer tries him on the outside to the trioval. Cars weaving back and forth as Spencer tries to make something happen. He's all the way on the apron in the trioval. It won't work. To the stripe, Bobby Labonte is going to win the Die Hard 500. A beautiful move around Brother Terry on the outside of turn two with two laps to go. We'll get Bobby Labonte his second win of the 1998 NASCAR Winston Cup season. Gotta get that. 2009, the Black Eyed Peas delivered a platinum punch and a 12-week streak atop the charts with Boom Boom Pow. Chrysler filed for Chapter 11, launching the reorganization of the Motor City Giant. Meanwhile, in Detroit, the Lions beefed up the organization, nabbing Matt Stafford as first pick in the 2009 NFL Draft. And Brad Kozlowski picked the right time to lead, vaulting out front in the final 100 yards to claim his first NASCAR Cup Series victory in the Aaron's 499 at Talladega Super Speedway. And now Junior's going to try to do to Ryan Newman what Kozlowski did to Carl Edwards, and here they come. Here comes Ryan Newman closing down. Junior trying to push him to the front. Carl Edwards has the lead, though. He's not been in the picture all afternoon. Suddenly he's in the lead, but under attack, contact. Here in the trioval, Edwards goes up in the air. Brad Keselowski comes by. He'll score the win in the Aaron's 499. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. And our thanks also go to Alex Bowman, who joined us on this week's show. Also, our thanks to Brett Moffitt, Rusty Wallace, and Paul Wolf. For the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll chat with you right here again next week on another edition of NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. And by Blue Emu. Blue Emu's family of products supports healthy muscles and joints, is family-owned, and made here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Culbreth. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life.
That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com.